guys welcome to the bmm pod with marcus kwame i've got a really good interview for you today and it is with leah guy who is a holistic healer who owns a healing center right outside manhattan and leah's got 23 years of experience in counseling meditation nutrition emotional and spiritual support healing work and body work and we just we, we really got into meditation in this episode and um, you know part of why we we did that was you know I wanted to also talk about emotional eating because I know that so many people struggle with this and Leah herself you know she actually experienced uh, emotional eating and the way that she kind of overcame that was from learning how to meditate learning how to be aware um, to actually be able to to come up with a solution for her problem so you know we, we spoke a lot about the vast health benefits uh, there is to meditation and why meditation is just as important to your health as exercise and nutrition so overall for me just an awesome interview because Leah was just so great to speak to and I really 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 enjoyed doing this one so I hope you'll enjoy it just as much so without any further ado I give you Leah Guy Alright so Leah let's just get straight into it Okay. I want to start out by asking, you know, for the people that don't know, could you tell who are you and what do you do? Sure. Um, so I own a healing center called Modern Sage. It's um, right outside of Manhattan. And I've been doing healing work uh, and body work and nutrition and so forth for about 22, 23 years now. Um, I do intuitive chakra readings as well as emotional and spiritual support. I also do a lot of really down-to-earth, pragmatic um, counseling sessions with people that are struggling with, um, you know, chronic issues like addiction um, or feeling stuck in their life, that kind of thing. So primarily I work as a healer, but I also do a lot of uh, teaching and speaking. I teach meditation and workshops all across the country. Wow. So you definitely have a lot of experience. So Leah, I want to ask you, what is a healthy human being to you? You know, what does the word health mean to you? Well, you know, people toss around the, the word holistic health a lot. And it's kind of gotten to be a cliche almost in the past few years. Yeah. But I really approach health from a holistic um, standpoint. I don't believe that we can just be healthy in one area and not be healthy in the other areas and, and, and then claim to be at our best. So, for example, you know, a lot of people fixate on the physical body, which is great. We need to take care of our physical health for sure. And the more we feel um, healthy and balanced and solid and confident in our physical self, it does translate into our emotional self and, and our spiritual self. But um, we have to pay attention to the other elements. So I really include a... Um, you know, a spectrum. I, I attend to the mind, the emotions, our spiritual connection, and the physical body. So I think that's what it means to be healthy. There's no uh, achievement of perfection included. It's really just constantly evolving, growing, transforming. And uh, that's a person that's on the road to wellness. 
Definitely. And you mentioned both the physical and the mental aspects. So, you know, for someone who feels like their health is lacking, you know, the problem might not be only what they're eating, but it might just actually also be that the problem is rooted deep within their minds. It could be, um, you know, and again, the mind is a receptor of all information and is constantly analyzing and processing and trying to make sense of things and also trying to keep uh, a person safe. So the mind will look at the emotional health and the mind will look at the physical health and the mind will look externally and try to make sense of all that information. Um, But sometimes we have to be careful and not let the mind be the dictator and control us. And that's where a lot of people get into trouble. Yeah. And so throughout your many uh, years of working with clients, have you ever worked with people who've suffered from emotional eating? Oh, definitely, yes. Um, and I was an emotional eater at one time, too. In the book I mentioned briefly, I had bulimia for uh, off and on for about six or seven years. And um, I think that whatever our go-to is, whether it's food or gambling or sex or TV or phone or, you know, whatever it is, there's definitely the emotional response that, uh, you know, we we have this emotional response where we need or we're trying to fill a void inside of our life. And, um yeah, it's so, a, you know, it's a hard thing to break. So, yeah, so how can, you know, someone begin to overcome it then if they're really struggling with emotional eating? Well, if well, the emotional eating in particular, um, you know, for me, it was really about uh, um, having a, a wake-up call to self-care, feel, I knew, knowing that I was hurting myself. Mm. And some people don't get all the way to that extreme with emotional eating, you know, if they'll just eat late at night or when they're upset or something like that. Um, but the, the, the thing about mindfulness and holistic approach to wellness is being able to be aware enough of ourself, of our mm. actions and behaviors, our thoughts and our feelings. And so when we, if we can become aware enough of why we're doing something and what our purpose is in the doing it, you know, or the, or the thinking it or the feeling it, what, who are we in this? Um, so it becomes a practice almost like a like a, an awake or a, a, a mindful meditation, if you will, you know, of I'm, I'm consciously aware that I am eating. You may still make the choice to eat at that moment, but the more you become aware of it, there's there. I believe that there is a, um, you know, there's a stronghold of our spirit, that that bigger element of who we are, our soul that alerts us that, uh, you know, something's not right here, something's out of balance. And that's where we feel that internal struggle, that conflict, because we know we're not in integrity with ourselves. And so it takes a great deal of awareness. So I think that the first step is to really get into a practice of mindfulness and being present. And um, as difficult as it is, I preach a lot, I don't mean to use the word preach, but I talk a lot about... um, you know, staying connected to the reality of what you're mm. feeling. And that's where, the, that's where the real clincher is. If I can stay connected and recognize that right now I feel depressed or I feel resentful, I feel angry, I, whatever the, the emotion is, and allow that to be there and be present with it, then we have an opportunity to not be controlled by it, but instead, um, you know, be that emotion's parent, if you will, and then do something about it. So it's really adjusting the the whole framework. Yeah, so the problem can really only first be addressed when you have a, you know, level of awareness in your life. 
I think so. I mean, there's certain certainly a lot of programs and diet plans and coaching and counseling and therapy and so forth that people can do, but, which can be helpful depending on where you are, you yeah. know, in your in your life. Um, but even still, until you become, you know, the master of your awareness and of your actions and of your feelings, then you're always dependent on something external external of yourself. You know, you're dependent on going to see the therapist. You're dependent on the advice of so-and-so. Yeah. You're dependent on this particular diet. And those things are fine for a while, but, you know, my idea of true healing is becoming dependent on, you know, trusting ourselves, becoming aware enough of ourselves to make good choices for ourselves. Yeah, and I think that's an, an absolutely great point because you mentioned programs and, you know, whether it's four weeks, six weeks, eight, 12 weeks, whatever, you know, programs run for a certain period of period of time whereas you know awareness if you start to develop awareness you really create something sustainable for yourself right mm. it's like that saying you know teach a man to fish uh i forget how it goes but, you know, know give you a man mean, a fish yeah, and he'll yeah. eat for a day teach a man a fish and he'll you know eat forever yes. that kind of thing yeah. yeah it's a similar kind of thinking yeah All right, so I kind of want to talk a bit um, uh, a bit about meditation because I do feel like, you know, some people stigmatize it as being, you know, they're kind of skeptical skeptical about it because, you know, they think that the act of meditation requires you to sit on a specific type of pillow in a specific type of way for a specific amount of time in order to even get started with it. You know, right. so so does it really have to be a hassle and can it be done by anyone with no experience at all? Sure. Um, yeah, I have a phrase that I say it, it maybe, um, you know, it's a little harsh, I guess, but it's sit down and shut up. You know, that's yeah. that's all you have to do is <laughs> sit down and shut up. I love that. Or yes. you can stand there and shut up, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just like all things. Again, it's that mind trying to create limits and boundaries and analyze and, and make things make sense for us. And and sometimes that's very useful and helpful. But Um, we make things a lot harder than they are. And meditation, it is difficult. I mean, it's difficult yeah. to be in stillness. If you're not used to stillness, it's difficult to be in quiet because, um, you know, then we're left alone with ourselves and there's not a lot of time that people are left alone with themselves. Yeah. A lot of people fall asleep with the TV on or they take some drug to get up to sleep or, you know, they're looking at their phone right until their eyes uh, close or what have you. So even in the stillness of the night, Um, people aren't used to that anymore. So it can be challenging, but once you get used to it and just start, you know, I do a three-minute meditation on Facebook every week just to help people in the middle of the day, in the middle of the okay, week, just yeah. stop what they're doing. Yeah, just stop that's what great. you're doing, give yourself three minutes, and just sit and breathe, you know, and that's really what it is. But uh, the, the, the thing about it is meditation is so helpful, and again, mm. we, we're always looking for results. And what can it do for me? And if I do it X, Y, Z, and so forth, and then four weeks I should notice this, and eight weeks I should notice this. But if we let go of that, you know, the the judgment and the ambition behind it and just sit with it, we're going to get the results naturally, and it's going to come a lot more um, easily for us, just sitting down and and being quiet. But, you know, the, there's another misperception, I think, that's becoming very commercialized about meditation and relaxation and um, you know I see a lot of videos and guided meditations that are really more about breath work or mm. meditation or like relaxation exercises and mm. those things are fine they're very mm. helpful for a person but it's not really the true nature of meditation when we meditate we want to get into our deeper sense of self yeah. and find 
home, you know, yeah. find a place where we can be calm and peaceful and home no matter what's going on outside of us. And I feel like also that, you know, that takes time, as you say, to develop that, you know, ability to able to be able to get, you know, deep within yourself. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in the beginning, it might just be breath work and just the, the act of, you know, sitting down and shutting up, as you say. Right. So mm-hmm. it takes time to develop. Mm-hmm. It's a skill like anything else. Right. But but like you said, it is. And it is just like. Sorry. Yeah, sorry go, go ahead. ahead. I was just saying it is just like um, creating a home. You know, if you move into a new apartment or new home, Definitely. it doesn't instantly feel warm and fuzzy and make you feel safe all day long. You know, mm. you have to decorate it and create it and be in it and have experiences in it and, you know, spend a lot of time there and trust that when you come back and that it's safe and all that kind of thing. It's the same exact thing with mm. ourselves. You know, we have to keep coming back to ourselves. We have to keep building that relationship and investigating what's going on inside. And if this doesn't feel right, what can I move and adjust and make it prettier and nicer and softer? And what's ugly? And let me look at that. And mm. why is that so ugly and hard for me? And that 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 is. It's the familiarity with something, you know, and, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, and I, I feel like in my own experience over time, I found that meditation really helps you develop this calm state of mind that can really help you disarm, so to speak, a stressful situation. Whereas beforehand, in my mm-hmm. own case, you know, I would just get overwhelmed with anxiety. So would you agree with that? And what are some of the biggest benefits to meditating? You know, why should people give it a try? Absolutely. I, um, I have seen lives transformed in meditation. Just people that come to my healing center once a week, you know, over the course of a year, six months, um, even just a few weeks, you know, there's instant relief and there's long-term relief, but anxiety is a big one. There's something that happens and I'm not a scientist, so I can't speak to it exactly. And I don't, I don't want to fake my way through it, but (laughs) there's something that happens when we, you know, connect with that deeper place of ourselves. And I know there's all kinds of things that are going on in the brain. But for me, it's a it's a connection to self and the anxiety that I used to experience. And I wouldn't attribute it all to meditation, but I have seen a lot of people have similar results um, of, you know, uh, waking up in the middle of the night when you, and used to feel, you know, anxious or afraid and having the skills to bring yourself back into that place of safety and peace mm-hmm. and calming the mind um, instantly. You know, so it can be very helpful for that. It helps with in- insomnia. Uh, meditation is shown to really help focus uh, for people that are, like when I was writing my book, for example, I sat down for about five minutes every time, and five minutes isn't a long time. But it's just enough time to allow my brain to ca- you know, slow down and for me to get control of my brain and for me to tap into that deeper place in myself, and then I could sit and write. Otherwise, there's too many distractions. Mm. So there's a lot of health benefits. Um, but I think, again, I think that the main reason that we should look to it is as a tool and practice of that self-awareness and kind of a deep abiding self-love, you know. Yeah, and I think that's a great point too. And I also heard this doctor once say, or professor, that, you know, we have these, we have such busy agendas in our daily lives, but where are we in that agenda? You know, if we don't have 20 minutes for ourselves in our, like, daily agenda, then what are we even doing? Right. I liken it to a cell phone. You know, we are so concerned about making sure our cell phones are charged, but if we could give ourselves the same amount of time to, you know, 
instead of uh, plug in, unplug, you know, and mm. then take a five minute recharger or a 20 minute recharger. Mm. Um, it's a game changer, you know. So I think we do, we have our priorities a little bit askew, but uh, more and more people are coming back to the realization that self care is. Uh, it's key to fulfilling our larger purpose, which is thereby helping others, you know, inventing things, having good ideas, staying focused, being good partners. So it's really kind of key to everything. Mm, it kind of helps gardening your mind and keeping out the weeds, so to speak, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, Leia, how can someone get started with meditation? I know you have a new or actually had a new meditation CD come out just recently, right? I did, yeah. Um, that's on my website at uh, modernsage.com or leaguy.com. Yeah. And then there's other downloads too. There's a lot of great apps. Um, actually, one of my meditations is on the app called Insight Timer. Um, there's many different meditation apps. I think that's a wonderful way for people, especially when they're very focused on meditation apps and not just you know Googling on YouTube. Not to say that there's not good stuff on YouTube, but mm. just to make sure that you're getting good quality guidance. You know, um, The apps are terrific, and it blends that technology that people are addicted to with doing something positive to your, with yourself. Um, that and or just right when you wake up in the morning, you know, again, using practicing the mindfulness just wake up and lay there don't move for a few minutes and maybe have a couple of minutes of gratitude and focusing on the breath and starting your day with a really high sense of awareness of being alive of being in the bed feeling all your senses noticing your breath and just taking a couple of minutes uh, before you even have to you know start the day we all have those minutes so um, that can be a nice way to get started as well Great, great points. All right, Leah. So um, before I ask the final question or the couple of final final questions here, you know, I just really, 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 really want to thank you for taking time out of mm. your busy agenda to come on the podcast here and help my listeners grow as human beings. It really means a lot to me. So thank you so much for that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. All right. So first off, where can people connect with you and get your products and follow along on your journey? Well, my book, The Fearless Path, is available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and Target and in a lot of stores. My website, as I said, is modernsage.com or leahguy, that's L-E-A-H-G-U-Y.com. And there you'll find um, downloads for meditations, products, uh, services that I offer. I do online meditation courses as well as spiritual coaching online. And, um, you know, if you're in the New York City area, you can find out some things we're doing at the Healing Center locally here. But that's the best way. And I'm always on different radio shows and TV shows and writing articles. So maybe someone will cross paths there. All right. So everybody definitely go check out Leah there. And I'll, Leah, I'll make sure to link those links in the description of the podcast. So um, the final questions here is, you know, I heard you say this great quote on uh, Andrew's podcast, Knowledge for Men which was, uh, there's a seat for every ass. <laughs> so I love that. And I just want to hear, you know, your take on it. So for anyone dealing with self-doubt, low esteem and anxiety, basically anyone thinking, you know, there's not a place for me here. Can you explain yeah. how that quote or mantra can help these people? Well, just that reality, we often, um, you know, feel like uh, lost and kind of alone in the world and that yeah. if, if is there a place for my purpose what is my purpose is there a place for me and um, 
if we really get practical about it, and without seeing the cosmic picture of how all things are connected or so forth, you know, but just the practicality of it is the interaction of yourself with whomever or whatever you're doing. There is a place, there, there is not an imbalance in this world. You know, everything is balanced somehow, and it's mysterious, and it's too big for our brains to understand, and it's magical. Um, and if we can notice just from time to time that there is a place for me to sit, there's an ass for my, there's a seat for my ass, just yeah. like there is for everyone else here. I think of it every time I go like register my car, you know, and there's a million people there and you don't know anybody. And it's like, oh my God, it's like, it's the worst experience in the world. Yeah. But there's, there's always, a, there's always movement and there's always timing and there's always purpose and connection to all things. And so it doesn't matter what you do or who you are or where you're trying to get to. Right now, in this moment, there is a place for you, you know. And there's a, uh, even if it's just one person, one animal, one plant, uh, one meal that you're tending to, caring for, making, and giving your attention to, then that is part of this whole um, process of life and it's important and it's it's necessary and it's equal to every other thing that goes on in this world so no chair is different and there is one for everyone oh i love that leah thank you so much it's been such a great mm. experience talking to you thank you well thanks for have a great day and i hope your podcast grows and grows and does fantastic thank you so much all right have a great day leah Alright guys, that is the podcast for this week and um, I really, really, as I said, enjoyed speaking to Leah. I definitely said Leah a lot more than I said Leah in this interview. So uh, Leah, I do apologize for that. But yeah, as I said, great, great talk. And guys, I really just hope that you have gotten a a new perspective, a different perspective on meditation and how it can really just help you in all areas of your health, of your fitness, of just your life in general. Uh, meditation is just a really important and powerful tool that we all need to kind of explore and, and utilize a lot more than we do in our daily lives. So I hope you've gotten a renewed perspective on that. As always, you can reach me or find me on Instagram at body mind management and if you're listening on itunes stitcher soundcloud whatever it may be please rate and subscribe to the podcast that really helps me out and i would just love to be able to give you notifications every time a new podcast comes out that i know can help you and improve your overall health and fitness so guys um definitely rate and subscribe wherever you're listening and um, yeah i'll link all of leah's information in the description so definitely go check that out too i really enjoyed this one and i hope you did too so with all that being said you know it's time to get up get out and get to it let's get it (laughs) 